Hi and welcome along to this week's edition of The Rodcast with me Paul Johnson. I hope you're good, I hope you're well and I hope you're trying to keep cool. It's crazy weather isn't it? How hot can it get? Um, We've had severe heat warnings and all sorts. Great weather for fishing though. If you do go out make sure you get your suntan lotion on as well. On this week's edition of The Rodcast I'm going to be talking in the species section about mackerel. Oh no I hear you cry, not the feather chucking mackerel. Yes mackerel but we're going to talk about having some sport with mackerel. We've only got a couple of months left really around our UK shores to make the most of those mackerel being in close and they're going to go away again so make the most of the rest of the summer months hunting for mackerel but on very very light gear. Oh yes we're talking two feathers and maybe a freshwater rod and reel. That's how light we're going and what sport you can have with that. That's all coming up on our tackle on test. Staying with the summer months and the summer tactics we're going to be looking at a couple of bass lures from the wonderful company Zenith. That's the Zenith holographic lures and the Zenith Z claw when I went fishing off of some rocks around Kent. That's all coming up in our Tackle on Test feature. So welcome along one and all to this week's episode of the Rodcast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Okay, next on this few what a scorcher broadcast, we're going to go to do the tackle on test feature. Now, I love doing the tackle on test feature because it gives me a chance to go up the beach fishing. Not that I need much excuse for that as we all know but i do try to get out as much as i can and i do actually test this gear by the way i don't just sit in the office and look at it and you know read about it i'll go out and i fish with it which is exactly what i've done when i brought two packs of lures off of my mate steve supplies me with my fishing gear and he sent me uh, a pack of lures two packs of lures one pack of zenith holographic lures which are pretty impressive looking lures actually for bass uh, and pollock i guess you could and they're not a huge lure um but they are very realistic they're a kind of bluey holographic pretty colored flickering uh, lure made out of rubber and they measure actually uh, lengthwise um getting my tape measure out here just under five inches long which are pretty damn good size of lures four and a half inches to five inches long with the rubbery tail which looks realistic when you pull it along the water and they've got quite a good weight i guess these are about 30 grams um i haven't actually uh, looked at what it says on the packet of these nice big hook coming up from the back of the lure razor sharp just the right sort of size hook for a bass just the one hook on this um which you can pull through and adjust a little bit um and the eye of that hook comes out just above what would be the fish's head 
just above his eye, the imitation fish, which gives it a good realistic feel. I fished this with my little spinning rod, my nine foot spinning rod, and I had um, 16 pound main line through, and I put a little braid shock leader on it, and I was using uh, a small fixed ball reel actually, that we reviewed just a couple of weeks ago, um, and that was the Lenefi, the little uh, 3000 size reel from Lenefi. Um, which is a lovely little reel. Um, very well balanced, these lures. Um, I went to two venues with these. Um, first with the Zenith holographic ones that I just told you about, and also another pack that I got sent, which was the Zenith Z-Claw, which is slightly different beast with a treble hook on it, which I'll tell you about after I tell you about the Zenith holographics. Well, let me tell you, I did actually catch a bass on one of these Zenith holographic lures. Luckily enough for me, when I went on the day, we've had such great weather and it's been so sunny. The water's been very, very clear where I live. Um, and I've got a couple of venues I go where there's a few rocks. Some haven't got rocks, but it's still worth a good chance of spinning on lures at low tide. Because we've seen bass in the breakers. We know they're out there and they've been caught there before. I've actually caught bass there before. On this occasion, I started fishing about an hour or so before high tide. Great thing about lure fishing is you don't need to spend all day there trying to pick your time. I've tackled this up with the Zenith holographics. Felt at first a bit light, to be honest. I thought, how am I going to cast this out? You know, it's the 30 grams, but it's not really heavy enough for me to do this with. But um, I was quite deceived because once I loaded the rod a little bit and whipped it out, I could get a reasonable enough distance for some spinning. In this case, it got me to the breakers. And just behind the breakers, where be that bass may lay, he says. And also around where I was fishing, there's some rocks. So I could stand on the rocks and flick it out just beyond the rocks, where the water gets a little bit deeper. And uh, it wasn't long, actually, I've got to be honest. It was about an hour, hour and a half, just moving the lure around after several, several casts, beginning to get an arm ache. I did get a take, a good take as well. Uh, a nice bass took the lure, only about three pound. But for me, that's quite a nice fish, and boy, did he fight as well. And the great thing about the Zenith holographics is he was lip-hooked, so that was very good. And on this occasion, uh, very easy just to unhook him and put him back. And I continued to fish with these lures, um, trying to move them faster and slower. And um, They are sinking lures, so the good thing about these Zenith holographics is they've got that little bit of weight to them, and you can actually just let your line lay and let that lure sink slowly, and then start lifting your rod and cover the depth of what you're fishing in. So the slower you reel, obviously, the, the slower it will come up. Uh, and the quicker you reel, the quicker it's going to come up near the surface. And I guess I was just lucky in finding that a bass was around about the same time as I threw my Zenith holographic out. But they're very good. They come in packs of three or four. Um, and uh, packs of four, actually, they come in. And um, for about six quid, I paid. Uh, for four which is a really good price might be a little bit more expensive than that i did get them trade i've got to admit but uh easily available on all the online merchandises and on the online shops that's the zenith z-e-n-i-f holographic and they look actually like small little mackerel these um these lures which is a good thing because if there's a mackerel shoal in and that's what bats are going to be feeding on we talk quite a lot on here about getting into the bass's mind when you're fishing for them and if there's a mackerel shoal in chasing white bait the best lures to use are either going to be white plain ones which i'm going to go on to next 
or little ones that look like baby mackerel, which bats are quite happy to feed on all day long if they can. Um, so that's the Zenith Holographic, very good lure. I caught a bass on it, didn't catch any more that day, but I was pleased with my one bass. Couldn't moan at that. Very happy with the lures of the Zenith Holographic. I did um, leave it a couple of days, but we've had such weather, it wasn't long before I went up again. This time I went up a slightly different venue, uh, just along the coast, so I had a little bit more scope. Um, I was really interested in trying to sort of go at the lowest point of the tide, and on this occasion I went to test the Zenith Z-Claw. Now these are a slightly different lure in the fact that they float, and they look really realistic, much like the other Zeniths, but these you can move around and make them look like a fish quite easily. And it's quite good because the water was clear again. And when the water's clear like that, you can basically look at your lure and see how you're imitating the fish, whether you flick it, reel it, dip it, whatever. It's all the part of the fun of learning how to go lure fishing, especially for hunting fish like bass. The Zenith Z-Claw is a slightly bigger lure. It measures nearly six inches long. Um, it's mainly white, but does have a kind of reflective pearlescence glow on it. But it's white with a black eye. It has a hook um, in the middle, just like the Zenith Holographic, with the addition to having a triple hook just sitting down below the tail, which is good because if this lure gets attacked by a bass from behind, you've got more chance of catching it when you get a treble hook. Some people say there's a little bit of an argument about treble hooks on lures being brutal. We've discussed this before. But really, providing you reel the fish in properly and unhook it properly, most of the bass I've caught on lures have either been lip hooked or otherwise, and it's very easy to get the hook out and return them without causing any pain or distress to them. Unless, of course, like me, I am partial to a bit of bass. I love eating them and I get a bass and it's big enough, I will take one home and have it for me tea. But these are slightly different lures in that you have to work them in a slightly different way uh, because they are floating lures and you get a bigger hit on these when bass come along. I did get a couple of hits actually, but I missed them. I don't quite know what I was doing wrong. Probably my incompetence more than the lure itself. But on the Zenith Z-Claw, I didn't actually uh, hook a bass on the day I went up there. But to tell you that they fish really well, and the fact that I had a couple of hits but missed them, just goes to show that the Zenith uh, Z-Claw is a pretty deadly lure to use as well. I gave up after about three hours. But again, that's the beauty of spinning and, and luring for bass. You know, you can walk and you can go with the tide, you can go with the weather. But that's the Zenith lures on our tackle on test. Both excellent. Um, out of the two, I kind of preferred the holographics because they sink, which is quite good. Some people, if they want a little bit more weight, do add some rather big split shot to the nose of this uh, lure where you actually connect your line to it. What I tend to do in that situation is where I put the attach the lure with a snap link swivel. Just behind that, I'll put a couple of big shot weights um, out of my freshwater box just to give it a little bit more of an extra flick if I need to get out a bit further. And that doesn't actually uh, interfere with the, the motion of the Zenith lures either, the holographics. But that's your tackle on test for this week. The Zenith lures, go get them. Available online, they do catch back. If you like this podcast, then why not check out one of our other amazing Create Podcasts? If you just want a good laugh, then check out The Weekly Roast. Listen, listen, bitch. Oh, listen, make, make, bitches. make an entrance. I'm a week off sugar. Uh, Billy's in the house. I will, I will fly <laughs> to the UK and I will cut you both up. <laughs>
For the more cultured ones among you, join Laura Wright for Music in My Life. <laughs> yes. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> I'm so glad no one can see me right now because I'm doing. I was doing some weird dance moves. You head off and then, yeah. <laughs> Prefer a deep chat? Connie's got you covered on How Are You, the Wellbeing Podcast. So I just became a lot more productive and happier. Mm. And for me, like, that's just worth it. The Weekly Roast, Music in My Life, and How Are You? Just three more podcasts to feast your ears on. Find them wherever you found this podcast. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Well, it's that speeches time of day on the Rodcast. In this scorching weather we're having, as I said earlier, it's a great time to make the most of that mackerel season. We all love mackerel, and they're a vastly underrated eat as well. Mackerel and oily fish and very good to eat. Beaches are full of mackerel fishing people chucking feathers out all over the place. All the piers are full of people throwing feathers out. Um, even some we don't usually fish throughout the year. Sunshine brings out what we call the mackerel chuckers, as we call them. But I love all that. And I mean, it's good because if we can get people out mackerel fishing, then OK, you know, they might stick with the sport and start investing in other gear apart from just a set of mackerel feathers. And before you know it, you know, it's another fisher person for life, which is all good for our sport. But I've fished for mackerel for many years. But what I'm going to try and do is talk to you about a way to have fun with mackerel. Instead of the usual beach casting rod, big thick spool or multiplier, four ounce or five ounce weights, casting as far as you can, reeling in and rolling in with six mackerel feathers, bang, 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 catching four or five mackerel at a time, which is all good fun and it's great to do, but also equally good fun, it gives you a bit more of a thrill, is if you go fishing for mackerel on light gear. And that's what I want to talk about in the species section. With a freshwater rod, maybe a 14 foot 10 foot whatever you've got freshwater rod you would a rod you would sort of do ledgering on you know if you was using it in the lakes and the rivers maybe a little two ounce three ounce weight is enough or even a little spinning rod a lightweight spinning rod where you can put a little three ounce weight or a four ounce weight on strip it right back just a small thick small reel like a little spinning reel something along the lines of silk line viga or viga a 60FD that I tested a few weeks ago uh, from Lenafi. It's a 35 quid reel or whatever. Or even use some of your freshwater reels if you've got freshwater reels that you think are good. Carp reels, etc. Put them on. Um, get up the beach. Now, how we're going to tackle up for this is we're going to strip it right back. So all we're going to do is we're going to put a, a swivel at the end of your main line. And I would suggest before you do this, if, you, if you've got a bit of braided line, 
in your fresh water stock. Just join it onto your main line and put three or four turns around your reel as a shock leader. As a braided shock leader is always going to be extra safe. But if you're confident, you don't necessarily have to do that, especially if you're on the beach fishing on your own and you're not around with lots of other people. You're going to a bit of a secluded spot. And you look like, it looks like there's a, a shoal of mackerel in and where the mackerel will come in, you can sit and wait for them or whatever. Take a freshwater rod, a light rod, little two ounce, three ounce weight, and then get a mackerel trace, which are usually four feathers or six feathers. I like the six feather ones. Cut that down. Cut that down to just two feathers. Put a snap link swivel on the bottom of it of your newly cut out, so you're getting basically three traces for the price of one and then also put a little weight clip on the bottom there so you've now got a two hook feather rig and it's very simple just attach it to a swivel to your main line then the rig little blood knot going down through the two feathers snap link swivel weight clip on the bottom and there is your rig a smaller scaled down version of the mackerel rigs that you would use out in the summer off the beach with your beach casters off the piers with your beach casters and what you have now is a very bouncy rod, a very lightweight rod. But what you will also find, if you're using 8 to 10 pound line, it's a bit risky. Be a bit careful. You'll find that that freshwater rod will cast that weight out quite a way. And if there's not too much tide rip where you're fishing, that little weight will go down quite nicely to the bottom of the seabed. And then you can start your mackerel fishing just using two feathers. And the great thing about this, of course, if you get a hit on that, you really do know when you've got two mackerel on a freshwater rod and a small reel, it's actually quite an adrenaline buzz and it's quite good fun. A lot of rod bending goes on. It's great fun. I mean, you can even do this with one feather if you're a little bit unconfident about it all. Just put a three ounce little weight on or a two ounce weight, possibly a four if your rod can take it, depending on rod you're using. What would be a four ounce weight if you're using a spinning rod? Um, but on a freshwater rod, certainly, or even on a, a ledgering carp rod that you may have lying around, a little three ounce weight, two ounce weight, you could put just one feather on it and use your carp reel and then cast that out like you would do if you were spotting in a lake. The only difference being that you've got a lead weight on and a mackerel feather or even two mackerel feathers. Try that and then do your usual spinning. Pull it back, let it go, reel in the slack, lift the rod, drop the rod. Try and imitate the little white baits with your feathers, just like you would do on a normal mackerel fishing bash day. You have to have some sort of skill in order to make those feathers fizz and whiz through the water that tempts the mackerel to take them. And what you might find is you might pick up a bass as well, because where there's mackerel, there's bass feeding on the little white baits that uh, mackerel are chasing around. It's quite a simple equation, really. Mackerel come in in big shoals chasing the white bait close to shore. Bass are behind them looking for white bait and baby mackerel as well, like we spoke about in the luring section we spoke about when we were talking about the zenith lures. But with a feather, uh, they're cheap to buy. You know, you can get feather rigs for about £1.50, £2 these days. Cut it down, add one or two feathers, just one or two feathers, and then start casting out. You'll find it will fly out, and if there's not too much tide rip, you can start spinning using the water, using the currents, using the tidal flow as well. Just reeling in the slack, moving it around, dropping the rod tip, lifting the rod tip, just like you would do on a normal mackerel fishing day. And boy, if you get a nice sized mackerel on a freshwater rod, or two mackerel on a freshwater rod, that's going to give you a lot of sport, I can tell you. 
So that's the way to do it. It's mackerel on light tackle. Just to reiterate, get yourself a freshwater rod or a thin spinning rod, lightweight gear, lightweight line, maybe no more than 10 to 12 pound line. Uh, get some mackerel chases, cut them down, add a swivel, add a snap link weight clip, put on a little weight, little bomb weight. You don't need breakaways or grip legs, just a little bomb weight even a small watch face weight and then cast that out and fish like you normally would do by pumping the line up and down reeling in the slack mackerel fishing on fresh water gear i've been seeing it i've seen a lot of people do it i've done it myself and it's absolutely brilliant fun and um, if you can do it it's a great way of actually mackerel fishing on those summer days up the beaches and that is your species section today and don't forget if you do catch mackerel they're mighty fine eating. Well, sadly, that's all we've got time for on this week's edition of the Rodcast. On this week's edition of the very hot Rodcast, may I add. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for your company. We've enjoyed your company. And don't forget, we're out every Thursday. So tell your mates to make a date with the Rodcast out every Thursday on your usual download platforms. Um, I hope you go out and find some mackerel on freshwater gear. And I hope you get a lure that suits your bass hunting. Join us again next Thursday on the Rodcast. <laughs>